0: You're listening to Rookie Pirate Radio, the official anime and manga podcast for InBetweenDrafts.com. I'm John Agroni, And I'm Travis Hymus And today we're going to do a manga recap of One Piece chapter 1104 titled Thank You, Daddy. And Travis, thank you for agreeing to record this recap a bit earlier than we have been lately.
1: Oh, I was super eager. I, w- I was on you about like, when are we going to record this? Because who oh boy, is it a chapter?
0: Well, I know the listeners know you as... Kid Thunder and Thunder usually comes after Lightning, so they don't expect this stuff to come out on time. But as usual, we're going to be discussing spoilers for the One Piece manga up until this chapter. So if you have not yet read chapter 1104, be sure to do so now for free on the Viz website or the Shonen Jump app, which both are linked in the show notes as always. And remember, all new One Piece chapters are available to read for free up to three weeks after their official release, or whenever you want if you're subscribed to Shonen Jump, which we are and do recommend. Now, Travis, uh, before we get into the things, I know that you have been text messaging me every single day being like, John. You know, I understand that you've been watching some new anime lately and you want to talk about them. You've been catching up with the 100 girlfriends who really, 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 really love you. You have been watching the new solo leveling anime and I know you're a big fan of the light novels. I'm just reading your text messages out loud at this point. And of course, you binged all of our dating story, the experienced you and inexperienced me, among other things. And, and you want to throw all this stuff into some kind of forum community service thing. And then I had to be like Travis you're the one who forgot we have a discord this week didn't you so i had to remind you uh, it was a bit embarrassing
1: yeah it was just a little bit i was i was like how did you even get my number so we could have this conversation but then you got me
0: then you remembered that uh, because you are of course kid thunder and uh, legally recognized in the united states that your phone number isn't everybody's phone automatically it's like you too and the iphone
1: oh yeah exactly just check right now as you're listening to this. You'll see it.
0: Mm. But Travis, since you know you just got refreshed, maybe maybe a good way for you to remember for next time, so you don't forget about the details of the Discord, you could sort of talk it out now with the whole with the listeners, so that next time you won't forget so easily.
1: Oh, you know, it, it does help with memory to say it out loud. So uh, what you reminded me so graciously, John, is we do have a Discord server. Uh, tied to in between drafts, uh, and you could check the link out for that Discord in the show notes. It's right there, I promise. Uh, John pointed it out to me so I could go rejoin the Discord, and there you can pop into our anime channel uh, and talk about everything that you're watching currently. We have a, a comic slash manga channel, so you could pop in there and get ahead of the game if you want to talk about uh, the the stuff that hasn't quite been animated yet, uh, Sakamoto Days, uh, and Hmm. we have channels for everything television movies music games you name it you could pop in have a conversation with us the other editors and writers at in between drafts and just kind of have a good time uh and of course for you one piece heads we do have a spoilers channel so you can jump in there and discuss this episode that we are about to record uh with us and tell us everything that we got wrong
0: yeah i mean our goal is to treat discord as better twitter because we can't really use Twitter anymore. So there you go. Uh, check out the Discord.
1: And and by the way, uh, Travis, uh, is it true that we also have an email address? You know, I think we do. Um, let me just, I'm going to scroll back through our text messages here. I think you even me. I'm surprised sent you didn't it oh, delete you know, it. Here, no, here it is. Here it is. I do still have it. It's Radio at gmail.com. Oh, you know what? That makes sense. It's the name of the show. It is the oh, name no. of the
0: show. Uh, the producer the is saying, don't ask Travis to repeat the name of the email. People get it. So, Travis, I think what he's trying to
1: say, Rookie D Pirate,
0: uh, our producer, what's that email again?
1: Uh, it's RookiePirateRadio at gmail.com. And I would remind our producer uh, who calls the shots around here. ka
0: With that all out of the way, all the busyness, all the housework, all the chores, uh, I think it's time we talk about this new One Piece chapter. Let's see, too, if we have time for an anime check-in. I'd like to pick something at at this point. And and Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2, that's coming. It's coming. Listen, listeners, you're my special. And so, there you go. Uh, Let's do these main beats. Let's go. For Chapter 1104, okay, so we have a reader request. Uh, We see Sanji serving some food to a a mouse couple, one of whom is proposing. It's very cute. Uh, I think it's a bit of salt in the face of Kuma, who never got to propose to Ginny. But, you know, what are you going to do? I feel like all romance in One Piece going forward is going to be
1: like that. I mean, that was his choice, in fairness. I I, I won't blame Sanji for this.
0: I think he would have come around eventually. All right, so the chapter really begins right where 1103 finished off, with Kuma literally in the air with his fist steadily getting closer to Saturn, and we get some brief shots of Kuma's backstory all the way through Bonnie's birth. We don't see everything, but we see some of the good stuff, and it's apparently the slowest punch since that king dude in Dressrosa, because Saturn weirdly has enough time While this is happening, to whine and complain at Vegapunk and ask him, how is this happening? So Saturn reveals right then, actually, that a few days after Kuma was saved by the revolutionaries during the reverie, Saturn pressed kuma self-destruct switch so all those things we were talking about was like oh maybe he's going to use the self-destruct switch nope it was already activated which we probably should have thought about in retrospect would have made sense for them to do already and so also this might be a secret because i don't remember a kainu even mentioning the self-destruct switch or that being surprised that kuma's even alive i'd have to go back and check but uh yeah this this might have been something that they kept from Akainu. the Gorosei did but anyway nevertheless Kuma's hockey-coated fist makes impact with Saturn, and in a big way. He sends Saturn through a bunch of buildings on the island, and Saturn even loses his arm. We get a better glimpse of Kuma's face at this point, which still looks pretty injured from Kainu's magma attack. And because Saturn has been knocked back, the Straw Hats, Vegapunk, and Atlas are all able to move yet again. And Vegapunk thinks to himself, uh, how is this possible? Because he he kind of says, like, in the end, I didn't even install a self-destruct switch. He sneakily attached a total shutdown switch. Uh, He couldn't bring himself to let the world government use Kuma as uh, basically a suicide bomb. And this should have, this total shutdown switch, it should have put Kuma in a vegetative state. And as Vegapunk, Vegapunk reasons this out, Kuma embraces the young crying Bonnie and the two finally reunite. Vegapunk then declares there's no logical scientific basis for Kuma even arriving at the island and knowing Bonnie was there in the first place, and he's actually about to mention a clue for how this might be possible as it relates to something remarkable about the Buccaneers, noting that at one time they—and then the panel switches over to Kizaru so we don't get to find out— Uh, What that is. And Kizaru says, It's over. And then we see Sentamaru, who appears to be back on his feet. Uh, Luffy has mysteriously disappeared. And then we cut to Bonnie thanking Kuma for all his letters and telling him that she looked at his memories and calls him the kindest, most wonderful man in the entire world, which, of course, the entire One Piece fan community agrees with virtually unanimously. However, this happy moment is instantly vanquished by Saint Saturn, who has already regenerated himself. We even see his arm coming back in a form with some kind of like wispy demon-like aura almost. And Saturn yells at Vegapunk to explain the situation. Vegapunk argues that it could be the power of love, which kind of comes off as a joke, until Saturn actually seems to take that seriously and calls it a flaw in the human form, an error in programming. And he resolves to kill everyone there. He starts with an attack at Kuma and Bonnie, but Sanji blocks it as Frankie uses his radical beam to blast a hole in Saturn's body. We do see Kizaru get up, though, remarking on how the Straw Hats have developed. They've grown, and he sends a brutal attack toward Frankie, one that sends him back quite a ways, possibly knocking him out. This might be the most severe attack we've seen used against Frankie in quite a while, uh, quite honestly. Bonnie has returned to her adult form at this point. She asks Atlas and Vegapunk to carry Kuma away to the labo phase because he is not moving. And Kizaru tells Saturn it's time to finally end all of this as Vegapunk calls Kizaru a sad man. Vegapunk is channeling Travis Hymus at this point. And uh, he even says, like, do you have you no heart? Kizaru, very dramatic. Uh, Kizaru somewhat surprisingly starts crying through his glasses. And just then we see that a buster call has been activated, which I am sure Robin is about to brush off the weak smile. Been there, done that. So it looks like the Marines are about to bombard Egghead and make it the next Ohara, as heavily foreshadowed. The chapter finishes with a close-up of Saturn commenting, and I got to read this word for word, those who study the secrets of the world, those who possess the blood of a lost people, those who have awakened an ancient god, this island is full of inconvenient people who must be eradicated. No break next week. And Travis, I am starting to think that the whole calling Robin a devil child thing, uh, projection, it's projection. Of course. Yeah,
1: of course it was. Uh, just, you know, it it is funny that he's referring to Vegapunk there, uh, though you are correct, Robin is there as well, so he's, he's not wrong. There's a lot of inconvenient people all (laughs) on this island for some reason. Yes,
0: the stakes are high, and clearly, you know, it, I think it's well within the Marines, because this is what I want to start with. I think it's within the Marines sort of, uh, sociopathy in in this regard, um, that, Saturn's just gonna blow up the whole island. He won't care if the vice admirals die. I think to him it's gonna be worth it. I think he knows that Kizaru will be able to escape. Um, but I feel like the attack on the island could happen in any moment. But do you think that it is gonna be a sort of a delay of like get the Marines out? Or do you think it's just gonna start happening like in the next chapter or two?
1: Uh, this is uh this is where it's gonna be kind of tricky because it's not just that there's a buster call that's been initiated. It's that the scale of this buster call is basically guaranteed to be significantly worse than anything we've ever seen before. Um, We're talking about literally 10 times the number of ships. Like they, like this is why uh, this is why all the way back Oda made it clear that we had a hard firm number on just how many battleships were outside the island. This was always coming. Uh, I think we may have even, you know, suggested something like this at some point uh, and, I, and I think it's a, it's a pretty clear progression of things now that the now that the situation just keeps getting worse and you know the buster call on O'Hara took time to complete right that's kind of our frame of reference our best frame of reference that and any's lobby but I would say O'hara is probably a good comparison for this that was still enough time for everything that happens in Robin's flashback to happen. And also for everything that we know happened during that flashback that wasn't privy to us beforehand, and even to have something existing after, right? So, there was enough time to get all the books into the water. There was enough left over to salvage those books. Uh, Saul survived it being frozen, we know now. Um, You know, there was enough time for people to get to boats. That does not seem plausible, with that much more firepower you know what i mean so this may be a question of how much how much exactly is time? How much time is actually passing? You, you brought up the uh, the Kuma punch, right? Yeah, that seems to be the slowest thing in the world. And like, I was gonna do a, a joke about time dilation, like it was just so powerful of a punch, and we uh, we should talk about that more in depth. But like that, like time just dilates. Um, but you know. I I do wonder, like, how fast can Saturn move exactly? Is this going to be a thing where he just like magic circle teleports away uh, again, or I, like at, at this point, I'm genuinely questioning how this even works. Like, same here. Uh, it, you know, something has to happen to either delay or impact things. Uh, I've seen it suggested that like a, a that like Gear Fifth Luffy could just repel all of the cannonballs which is i guess hypothetically possible i think the scale of that is more than his body can handle because just because something is possible does not mean it is good and we know that gear fifth is particularly taxing on his body even using it a little bit kind of leaves him completely drained for at least a little bit of time right so i don't think that's a feasible play I, I, there's no way. Um, I think this really does just play more into the reality that this doesn't, this doesn't end well for somebody. Yeah. I, I think it's just
0: the big cool. There's obviously something very symbolic about the Marines, the world government trying to destroy the future, <laughs> the future island, the future in general. And I think what'll end up happening, I mean, what I see coming is the island gets destroyed. What happens, happens, but. Obviously, they're going to blame it on the Straw Hats. They're obviously, they're going to say that it was Straw Hat Luffy who blew up the island, and it's going to increase his bounty, and the Straw Hats are going to become more infamous for something they didn't even do. We, we know the score. We know how this manga works.
1: Yeah, we, we know, right? Uh, we've we've technically flashed forwarded it already to indicate that there will be some sort of grand report. Um, they do refer to it as an incident, so that would put it more closely in line with, with uh, Ohara again. And... Yeah, I mean, this definitely is a, is, is going to be either good or bad for Luffy's reputation, depending on how you look at the bounty poster. But, um, you know, I still don't think Vegapunk makes it out of here, for example. Do you think the government's going to take credit for killing Vegapunk? No. no. Why do that when you have a convenient Emperor of the Sea to blame that on? And, and
0: Morgans is already playing along with it.
1: Right. And we know that Dragon's code seems to be a little bit more narrow than you would originally think. He was pretty ticked at the idea that Sabo might have killed Cobra. Um, I wonder what his reaction would be to hearing that Luffy killed a friend of his. I mean, he probably wouldn't believe it, but like that would mm-hmm. I, I assume that to be the story that will happen.
0: Well, and Kuma, too. Uh, you know, if Kuma dies uh, in the next however uh let's let's talk about kuma he apparently has some other ability. why not uh, it's kuma <laughs> like the guy can apparently just do anything um something seems to have overwritten his like programming i know we've talked about it a couple times in terms of you know is it just his will or is he you know has he a- been able to sort of overcome like the lack of a will and it's been replaced with something else but the idea of this total shutdown switch i mean that amplifies that even further like that really suggests that this isn't just a person with a very like powerful kind of like aura of humanity to them but also there's something kind of ancient and mystical happening here uh behind the scenes almost and i i gotta wonder if Oda is setting this up because he, he either wants Kuma to witness Nika, which we haven't seen that payoff. We, it looks like the battle might be shifting to another location with some players, at least. Um, but at the same time, we don't know if Luffy is even going to stay in this fight. He might have just been captured by Blackbeard. It, it's kind of hard to tell.
1: Yeah, I guess we'll talk about Luffy in a second. But back to the, the big mystery, right? I think, I think we've all been trained pretty well by oda at this point to use will as kind of a shorthand for this uh, especially since again this is a hockey punch i don't think at any point during the flashback and correct me if i'm wrong here i don't think we ever saw akuma using hockey not that it would surprise me that he that he used it that's not really the issue here if
0: he did it was off screen because a lot of the action we see him it's like and then he destroyed the entire fleet and then he like you know just defeated the king like
1: yeah it was it was never depicted like like is kuma a hockey user sure i'm not going to debate that that's that only makes sense because he's existed in the new world for so long but uh you know that he closed fist hockey punches that has to be some form of willpower just because that's literally what hockey is ultimately so we've been kind of trained to uh, you know acknowledge that address it But the implication that it is something about the Buccaneers, and I think we can all kind of draw the line like chances are good that that's who the previous Nika fruit holder, the previous Joy Boy was. Um, I think I think we can make that comparison safely without causing too much grief with people. Yes.
0: Popular theory.
1: Popular theory. I think it's a solid explanation. It's a good way to connect the dots here. Um, So there's something about them that the genetically bloodline elements, right? It seems to be the implication here because it's coming from Vegapunk that allows them to persist in some way. Maybe it's uh I'm loath to bring up My Hero Academia in this because it's technically not a spoiler anymore, but um, you know, it's where a lot of people fell off. But there is the implication later on in My Hero Academia that certain powers um have vestiges of their wielders attached to them and that that those vestiges can persist uh beyond that wielder's um death so you know kind of playing into what we talked about before about could kuma be influencing his devil fruits state maybe it's not that complicated or the other way around maybe it's not that complicated
0: yeah, we talked about this last time of how it could be a Zoan and you you were wondering if like there was a will to the devil fruit that was helping Kuma or bringing Kuma back and I, I still think that's a really strong uh, argument.
1: Yeah, or or even like that they were meshing in some yeah. way or like he was creating one to like carry on. I wonder if maybe it's not that complicated, maybe the devil fruit isn't a factor in this at all, but maybe just something about the buccaneers gives them the ability to be aware of their soul, for lack of a better term, or their nature. Um, You know, this entire arc starts with, and this was just animated too, just to drive that point home, uh, you know, with Lilith lamenting that despite everything that she's done to this, to to these modified sea beasts, she can't undo their, their distinct nature. Like that shark is going to try to eat the ship no matter what she tells it, no matter what she does. And obviously that we all kind of knew that was setting up some sort of thematic element. And I think this is what's paying off here is whatever the answer to that is. Um and I do think Vegapunk was being a bit of a catty uh biatch there with with Saturn, which I kind of appreciate with like, was like if it makes you feel better, I'll tell you it's the power of love. But maybe, maybe that, maybe that is it, because it's it's a guiding principle through like this like idea of inherited will and everything, it is usually attached to some sort of affection for somebody or affection for something. There's, there's something there. I, I don't, I, I don't know what to quantify it as is the biggest thing We're we're really missing some key words there.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I want to, I want to make a distinction here, which is that I think there's a different thing. There are two different things going on. I think, I don't think it's the same. The idea of him overcoming the vegetative state, and also, like, having this instinctual... I think that's all, as you're saying, related to, like, his will could never really be fully stamped out. It's a big, you know, fist in the eye uh, you know, of the world government, Saturn in particular. But I think what's happening with him being able to, kn- like, knowing where Bonnie is and going to the island, I think that is something different. I think that's where the Buccaneer stuff is going on. That And I it, i don't know what it is specifically. Maybe the two things are even related, but I think that that is different different i think that it has something to do with his lineage and that the buccaneers at one time were able to do something they were able to go somewhere laugh tail they were they were able to just know where something was without like be, they shouldn't have known where it was or that it was happening and if that was in some way related to joy boy and like finding the one piece and stuff that would be pretty huge this would be a huge clue toward that mystery
1: what if It's, I'm really, I'm grasping at straws for this one. But what if it's...
0: Grasping at straw hats.
1: Yeah, right. (laughs) What if it's like being able to have those relationships serve as some sort of wayfinder? Where like... Like the Viva card. Yeah, exactly. Where they could, the connection that they had, because whatever it is... It's a buccaneer trait, but it's not necessarily something that is exclusive to Kuma because he zeroed in on Bonnie, who is distinctively, as we very much made clear, not a buccaneer, right? So not necessarily something between buccaneer to buccaneer, but maybe they can actually form a spiritual link that serves as a a waypoint, like a navigational waypoint. If you want to buy into the idea that joy boy was like the head of the ancient kingdom. If you want to go with that theory and, and a king. This, the, yeah it was king, but it was really more like a pirate organization of sorts rather than a physical location, which some people have theorized that would make some kind of sense. It would be, it would be, you know, we could be all over the world, but we're still connected to each other. And we could still find each other. And you don't necessarily have to be an expert in the sea. You don't necessarily have to map out the world. You don't necessarily have to have like the log poses and everything, or even the Viva cards. You just—it's an instinctual, spiritual thing. It's almost like um, in Bleach, where like somebody with like really in- intense pressure just simply exists, and everybody around them could feel that, uh, just instinctively, um, like like a sixth sense kind of thing. Maybe it's something like that. That that would that would allow them, I would think, to create a place like Laugh Tale that couldn't just be easily reached.
0: Right. It's like even if you have the four poneglyphs and you can read them, it's not just that they point to a location, but they tell you what you need to know and what to look for so that you have that waypoint, right? right? And I think it should be something along those lines. It should be deeper than just, like, we need to find the things that point to the things. And so I I really like the idea of, you know, this being some setup, some foreshadowing you could keep an eye on. Now, there there are plenty of alternate theories we could could go for, just off the top of my head. It could be that buccaneers are able to see the future or something, and, you know, it could be that buccaneers just have, like, uh, an ability to sort of, like, be, like... uh, have a connection to the Iron Giant that was on the island and sent messages. There's all kinds of things you could throw at this. But either way, the point is that I think I do think it's two different things. And I I don't know if we're going to get a real explanation anytime soon. I hope we do. I'm not sure like where everything logistically is going to go next. But with Luffy, that's the big question mark because he just kind of vanished. That's not life. Luffy, I don't think, unless he was like following a trail of food or something like that. Uh, Popular theory right now, uh, I've seen this mentioned a few times, is that Caribou took Luffy and is working with Blackbeard. Very popular theory, makes plenty of sense. We know Blackbeard. Has two people on the island, probably just Katarina Devon and Lafitte. And if they're working with Caribou, that's a pretty easy operation to pull off. They were if they were just waiting this whole time, it would be so easy for Katarina Devon to disguise herself as like a vice admiral or something like that. There's any any number of things could be happening with that. And the alternate takes, though, do you think it could be something else? Because taking Luffy out of the action would be huge. It would go in line with something we talked about way long ago in this arc about Luffy being captured at some point and being separated from the main action again.
1: Yeah, so when I floated that, I kind of floated that idea as more of a willing kind of situation where, like, Luffy consciously turns himself in to defuse the situation, Um, you know, kind of showing his growth as a leader. Um, because the 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 main issue that I have with this particular theory that, like, Luffy's been captured or anything, I like it on paper because I think separating Luffy from the rest of the crew and forcing us to kind of do a reverse um, impel down where, like, we follow the crew instead of Luffy is a fun idea and would address something that a lot of people have had concerns about, which is that it's kind of become the Luffy and his guest stars show for a while now, um, and the crew doesn't necessarily get to shine too much which is not the case in this chapter, by the way, but, you know, just in general. Oh, yeah. Um, And, you know, there's some logic to that, but I also feel like nothing against Zoro or Sanji or the really capable members of the Straw Hats, but they're kind of screwed if Luffy is off the board right now. They're kind of screwed. I don't see a good way out of this situation without kind of the reality warping options that Luffy offers. Not just from a Gear 5 perspective, but just like... Luffy is too lucky to die. We've seen that happen too many times for this to not be basically a, a critical plot thing. So taking that off the board severely ups the stakes in a way that I don't know works necessarily. Um, there could be some other things that are going on, though. This, uh, we, we're still waiting for the hologram thing to pay off, for example. It's possible he hasn't been moved at all for for example it's possible he's being obscured um it's possible that he is setting up a counter attack the idea that luffy would just be like the man loves food you know i i I get that and everything and he's an idiot but i do not see him looking at the situation and not having at least the emotional intelligence to understand what's going on i don't think that he's gonna just walk away and be distracted by something um especially just 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 the fact that like Frankie and Sanji are there and in danger are enough for me to be like luffy's not gonna wander off right now um j- just because like normally Frankie Sanji, yeah, they can take care of themselves, but they weren't until this chapter. they were paralyzed with something which we still don't have explained either. so i don't I don't think he's wandered off somewhere, but I am very curious as to why they why Oda chose to just slip that in here. In in a way, especially after the previous chapter, where it, he was specifically being observed, and we had the mystery of the food. We have the food, and now we have him gone. Whereas, you know, if it's Caribou, for example, capturing him, Caribou would know that a hungry Luffy is a weakened Luffy. Giving him the food and then taking him, or letting him eat the food and then taking him, seems like a dumber play to me because that's eh. more likely to backfire
0: unless, you know, he's trying to use it to trick Luffy or trap him, right?
1: Maybe, but but again, if if Luffy has the choice between, you know, getting more food and getting his cook, he's going to get his cook. We know that for a fact. The man will starve himself to get his cook. So it's 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 a complicated scenario to to have Like like it's, it's yet another wrench in this gear of wrenches that we've created.
0: (laughs) I mean, I do think that the chapter does kind of read as they're setting, you know, Oda setting up Luffy to have his big Goku moment, right? Of like when it all seems lost and Kizaru and, and Saturn are about to do their thing. Luffy sweeps in, right? And it's like, oh, here he was. He was just recovering. That's all. And I, I think that that's like the obvious read. That's like the typical thing. But I guess it's just, like, I, I think where, where I'm kind of leaning is, like, what really happens next with Kizaru? I have seen some cope of, like, oh, Kizaru, now he's about to betray Saturn. No, he's not. He had an opportunity already to be close enough to Saturn to do something against him. And I get it. It would be fun for him to, like, switch sides because what? it would cause Man, more chaos. What is he? But he's not going to do it.
1: What is he gonna do anyway? What like like I know this like bit of a hot take here, but we just saw the greatest punch in all of One Piece. Yes, I'm throwing it out there now. It's it's you know Red Rock. We love it. We love seeing Charlos get punched, but this was so earned and it's so good and it's so powerful. I mean, the man loses an arm from how hard this punch is, and he just walks it off. What exactly is Kizaru supposed to do here?
0: At the same time, I do you think the punch? I don't, I don't think that it, Saturn is anywhere close to full health. I think the fact that no. his stun has gone away, he has been weakened. So it, it shows that there are cracks in the armor, I think.
1: Well, sure. And he's old. That's a factor. Um, he's no longer putting the, like the, the the lockdown pressure on everybody. They can move. They can act. Um, so whatever that was about, it requires at least some form of concentration, I would assume Um, Sanji makes direct impact with him and is able to kick his leg away and he, and he's able to do it. He's able to do it enough to buy Frankie the time to hit Saturn. And then Saturn needs time to regenerate from all of that. So they can get Kuma out of reach. Basically. it doesn't seem like he can move very fast. So, so there are limitations here, but again, like Frankie cold cock shoots him right through the chest with a very similar kind of attack. Will like, I I don't know if Kizaru was going to flip it would not be in a direct conflict. He's not that kind of guy. He ain't that guy. And also I don't even think it makes sense. Hmm. Uh I, I if 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 he is the if he's our food, you know, if he's our waiter in this situation, I think it's still a smoker situation kind of thing where it's like I'm not your I'm not your buddy guy, but like this is only going to get worse if I don't let you do your thing.
0: I have a few comments here. Snickers snack says, maybe damage by conquerors or color color of conqueror, I can never say it right, can ca- maybe it can counter Saturn's regeneration. Hockey is still the key. Uh, so there's an idea that Kuma's punch could have negated or done some damage to Saturn's sure. ability to do his stun. Uh, and that would maybe sort of imply that it is based in something either devil fruit or devil fruit related
1: i mean it is it's one of kaido's last words right hockey is the most important thing you know yeah. it's 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 the key to this still um you know that's kind of how we power balance luffy too right like uh gear fifth is not the end all be all for this
0: i'm curious if we're going to see zoro and rob lucci like if we're going to check in on that fight soon so because if we're going back up to the labo phase that would be an opportunity to kind of get caught up with that And oh yeah i was going to mention this earlier i think that we are sort of seeing a situation where now it's like the end of whole cake. We're just trying to escape at this point, and we have all the players with us. We just Luffy, where are you? Get in the car. We gotta go. But if there is a sort of situation where it's like Zoro, let's go. Jump into the car. Uh, We could see this just being like an all-out chase scene where Kizaru and Saturn are trying to catch them, but they're able to like hold them off or do certain things. Maybe it could even be set up as like the satellites one by one sacrifice themselves or something along those lines of like, I'll hold them off as long as I can. And then each one dies until we get to the point where the Iron Giant can replace Vega Force One and help the Sunny escape. So that's one thing that could happen next. I think that, that would require Frankie to be up on his feet. Uh, maybe General Frankie, uh, you know, switches into gear. I, I don't think he has General Frankie with him, but who knows? Uh, he could show up somehow.
1: Well, yeah the 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 General Frankie was the backup plan, right? In in the event of the Vega Force, anyway. So that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So we we have a situation. I mean, General Frankie is not big enough, but it, it, it's fine. We 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 got stuff. We got stuff cooking. There's cola in the in the canisters.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and and to that point, I'm so glad to see Frankie doing a thing like what a what a cool what a cool way to bring the straw hats back into focus here uh, by having Sanji and Frankie go to toes with a with a Gorosei like, yeah, yes, Kuma struck him and that's a really big deal. But so did they like that's that they've committed a graver offense than Luffy at this point. <laughs> Um
0: this is this is a comment from Ignicia. Ignicia said, I wonder if the sky island portion of Egghead is able to detach from the Blue Sea island portion. That would be interesting to see the punk records floating high in the sky. That's interesting. I mean, it would be a way to sort of preserve the laboratory and have like a reason to keep the story going, I guess. But then I could see that being a situation of like, how does Luffy get separated from the action, but the Straw Hats also are able to escape. Not a bad thought of how that could, how that could work out. I know we still have the whole thing where Vegapunk wants to, you know, have a link that connects. Speaking of things that connects people's like information and and knowledge and stuff. That's Vegapunk's dream, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and it's kind of curious that they've decided to destroy all of this, right? Like before it was we need to get this, this, and this, and then kill Vegapunk. Mm-hmm. Uh and Saturn's just said burn it down now, which is very interesting. Um Yeah.
0: He doesn't care at this point. Um it's in yeah, the mother flame, I guess, is how no does he longer
1: explain that to Emu.
0: Yeah. How does he explain it to the other Gorse? <laughs> you know?
1: I think I think the other Gorosei are a bit more. I guess they would understand his reasoning because they're also not afraid to take those kind of decisive actions. But like Emu is very clearly specifically interested only in that weapon. Yeah. Well, not only, no. but you know what I mean.
0: But, I mean, definitely, there's a fascination there, a toddler-like fascination. Some would claim. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, no, that's that's interesting. I kind of like that yeah. idea. Um, Tagahanga said. Uh, I don't think that they will fight here. It seems too early to end one of the five elders. Um, Yeah. I mean, do you think it's too early for like Saturn to die? I think that's why my chase scene thought is more likely of like, this is not the end of Saturn. Um, I think that this is sort of just like a precursor, but I know we've talked, we've gone back and forth a little bit on this of like Kuma could kill him or that could, you know, we've had enough setup where it's feasible to see one of the five elders go down. We are in the final saga. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I I guess that's kind of the question is like, what's our pace supposed to be after this? Because the general expectation has been we get out of here, whatever happens, happens. But then we go to Elbath. And I feel like if a Gorosei member dies here, presumably at the hand of of the captain of the Straw Hat Pirates, I don't think it's that easy anymore. I don't Mm. think that like you just go to the next island and do another arc. Yeah. And maybe that's maybe that's the point. Maybe maybe we're done doing that because it is the final saga. But maybe we're not. Hmm. I, I don't I don't know. It's it's kinda hard to get a read on. I do feel like, you know, despite the, the fact that these are characters that we've more or less kind of known for a very, very long time, this is the most we've ever gotten off of them to work with. This is the this is genuinely the first time that any of them have made any kind of drastic. Um, personal action and i can't help but want to see more of that at the same time there's five of them if one of them goes down now it's not like we lose those storytelling opportunities right
0: it it would be closure on i think a very specific arc for that elder so that's why i think it is within the realm of possibility at the very least i think that you know speaking of things that could slow him down we still have the iron giant in play we already brought him up. Uh, he could show up. We, we know he's already awoke, and there you go. Like there, there is a being we don't know the capabilities, you know, and what could happen there. Uh, this is from Rex Hex. Rex Hex said, "I think the way Saturn is able to paralyze people is through spider webs, considering he's a demon spider Zoan. That's a great theory. I, th- I think that makes a lot of sense. Of like, instead of it being a thing where. You know, it seems like a one-shot, like, insta-defeat. It's like, if you can avoid those spider webs, then you're not going to be in trouble. And if he had, like, already, like, set traps or something, and that's why he was able to control everybody so quickly. Yeah, there's all kinds of things you could throw out there. Uh, and why he wouldn't just be able to make eye contact with people far away and stop them.
1: Speaking of making eye contact, he he blew up a guy's head with a stare. And that hasn't come back at all.
0: He's thinking about it. Give him a second. He's thinking about it, right? He's having some fun. He's playing with his food.
1: Like, like, again, that's kind of a part of why I don't, like, just want him to go down. Because, like, there's so many questions that we normally get answers to before this stuff gets clear, you know, before it gets closed up. Like, we're in this weird state. And I, I can't really think of a time where it's felt like this before. Maybe Marineford. But, like, if this ended in two chapters... I would believe it wholeheartedly. If it takes another year to get through this, I would also believe that there's just so much going on and only so many pages in which to do it. Like every single week, there is a new wrinkle added to this, even as the story actually progresses. And then you realize the story hasn't progresses. You're progressed. You're right. Zoro is still fighting Luchi. That was six months yeah. ago. Um, all of this that we've experienced for weeks and weeks and weeks has been happening within the within the span of time that it's taken Saturn to lift Bonnie up into the air and ruin her life. Yeah.
0: It's been a couple minutes at most.
1: It's Yeah, it's been minutes. And, like, obviously the point of this is to, is to fit in as much time. And this is hardly, you know, the end of Wano where all of that somehow happened within, like, six hours, maybe. But, like...
0: I think I think it was overnight, so I think it was more like was overnight. eight or nine hours or something.
1: It, yeah, but even that still feels like a lot when you consider everything. Um, and, and here it feels like we're just pushing that even harder, and it's getting really, really tight. So do we just get off of Egghead, deal with the mysteries later? Do we resolve everything, cut it really close? Yeah. You know, I just does Vegapunk live like it's still kind of the big question hovering over all of this I think is he's kind of acting like he's gonna still get out of here like he's really sassy this week which is fun but it's I mean is he just that confident that he's gonna get out of here because I'm not that confident Um, and again this is gonna be the fastest buster call on record how do we make this all work yeah, yeah. Uh
0: okay. Oh boy. Here's here's something from it. Adams K Zero. Kizaru might have been saving Frankie by kicking him out of the fight. Give him a second, Travis. Their okay. beam put a hole in Saturn and that would have earned him a more serious counterattack. Okay. First of all, he's Sanji though. <laughs> so like it's all like Kizaru did the same thing to Sanji, which you could you could argue that Sanji's too fast or something, but
1: Yeah, more serious counterattack, right? Like like Sanji kicked him, and then Frankie immediately fired. So, like, yeah, I'll be an able to do this on this. But if you want to say, like, which one of those hits is more extreme, probably Frankie's actually. So, like, I could see the logic in that. Is yeah, just it would take like,
0: oh, takes Saturn whoop. longer to regenerate that kind of thing. But he yeah. does, like, he does it off screen. <laughs> like, at the next moment, we see Saturn. There's no hole anymore. So, yeah,
1: yeah, he's like like halfway filled in already. So it's kind of like, you know,
0: <sighs> I think the I think the reason. Uh, just to give some credit to that is like he is sort of saying he is sort of praising the Straw Hats as he does what he does. And so, OK, fine. Like it is kind of similar to Kuma almost. But I that is the farthest I would possibly dare go comparing Kizaru to Kuma. I, I feel disgusting. Even even approaching <laughs>
1: it. even 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 approaching it. And, and you know, Vegapunk kind of hits him with the like, you don't have any heart. You're a monster kind of thing. And, you know, if I was trying to get one over on just the worst kind of guy, I would probably be a little bit of a creep. You know what I mean? Like, if Kizaru was just, like, playfully, like, patting around these guys, like, oh, I gotta go deal with Sentamaru, because da-da-da. It's always... There's always kind of been this mean streak to it a little bit. Like, oh, let me go ruin this guy's day. Oh, let me go kick this guy. Oh, you're getting so strong. Why don't you show me how strong? Like, kind of machismo, almost. Yeah. And I can't help but get the sense that maybe, just maybe, that could be a smokescreen. Because (sighs) Saturn is probably going to question that less if it's, you know, seeped in a little bit of that same kind of disdain that he himself shows uh versus like the the crying like oh i want to do this don't make like he's gone away from doing that now that saturn is here right it could it could still be an act i guess is what i'm saying
0: Uh, well that's the last thing i want to (laughs) say let's wait and see because (laughs) i don't i'm tired of going back and forth on it i feel like a ping pong ball
1: i mean you, you you know we, we've we talked about the ad. Everybody kind of likes the admirals at this point. So they want to give them ways to like turn heel and not be cops anymore. <laughs> but like they are, you know, there's sometimes it'd be like that. Yeah, they
0: didn't become admirals accidentally. Um, yeah. Okay. Black Knight Halberd 42 said, gotta be real. I don't know if Elbaf can top this. A good lore drop is one thing, but I don't see it matching the catharsis of Kuma's life building up to that punch. I think Elbaf can, but I there is something to like how do we go to albaf at this point uh i know that there are two prominent modes of thought on this Elbaf could be kind of a wano-esque arc where prince loki is like the main character and you kind of go through the typical one piece thing but a lot of people will be like we're done with that at this point i mean this is the final saga egghead has not been a typical chapter if anything Elbaf could be sort of like the next impel down or marineford. It could be something that stages a huge event. It could also be a stopgap. It could be like a zoo where we're going there. It's a detour that sets up a bigger thing that's about to happen, and that's where I personally lean because I agree. I think that this this whole arc has been way too
1: blockbuster. Yeah. Remember when we thought Egghead might be that <laughs> might be the yeah. stopgap.
0: I think we were, I think we're well within reason to assume that, right? And I just think that it's, it's a signal that like, it is unlike any other arc, we never get sagas that kick off with arcs like this. But it could, at the other token, it could be Oda saying like, well, yeah, get used to it. That's what this saga is. Like, we're, we're not doing anything that's like small anymore. That's not what we're here for.
1: Yeah, like this is this is a this is a place where a lot of new things have been happening. The cover story that we did get played directly into current events. Uh, we haven't had a cover story since, um, and it's been a while. It's been almost too long um, to where I, I'm like, are we even going to get them? Um, we have multiple flashbacks. We have the cutaways, the stuff that would normally be cover stories or would be covered. After we resolve the arc, are entire blocks of chapters happening in the storyline like this is not what we are used to. So trying to just predict what's going to happen next is very difficult because it could literally this time around be anything. I do think that uh, de-escalation is necessary. I think you do need your diamonds. Diamond is unbreakables in, you know, in the span of things to kind of slow things down, because if you never do that, it becomes it becomes uh, draining, I think. You know, you you, you need sometimes those kind of lighter moments to fill in the gaps. If if Elbaf is kind of a lower stakes thing, we go, Shanks is still there. I don't think he's going to be there, by the way. But Shanks is still there. And, you know, him and Luffy reconnect. And that's all good and emotional. And they have a good old-fashioned Davy back fight or something. And, it, like, it's a little bit sillier. That's not the end of the world. I think that that's a, it's a necessary point um to kind of give us a moment to exhale there's a lot of inhaling happening over and over again here a lot of we've just been holding our breath on a lot of bubbles to burst and egghead has been bursting a lot of them so i you know it, it could be useful to slow down but again that's all with the you know, the understanding that we just get out of here. This doesn't end with a feast. This doesn't end with like a okay. Here's our next mission. It ju- it feels like we barely get out with the skin of our teeth, if at all.
0: I I do want to kind of settle on a couple of quick things before we go to the Discord. I think that seeing Luffy or not Luffy, Bonnie, Forte and Slip, Bonnie in her kid form with Kuma, we kind of we glossed over it a little bit, but it genuinely brought me to like a very emotional place, you know, like telling about the letters and, you know, seeing her like her real form. I mean, it's, it's, it's wild to me that there are still some people somewhere, uh, can thunder fans who actually think that Bonnie's not going to join the straw hats. It's, it's wild to me really, but, uh, you know, I'll never forget, uh, like, like Bonnie, uh, what, what we've been through. Um, and also, man, kudos to Sanji, who I think, you know who comes in clutch like him and frankie obviously but that kick like great sanji moment I, th- this is to yeah. me what signals that we're we're really in a different place with these characters sanji's not his nose isn't bleeding he isn't doing stupid stuff like he is just he is full on like this is it like he want to change the guy and, and i think that like there is progression there um it's wild to say about a, a manga that's 1,100 chapters in, but we, this is the most growth we've seen for Sanji in a long, long time, I think.
1: Yeah, he's he's definitely matured. I think a lot of them have matured. This is one of those things where like a lot of people are like, oh, the Straw Hats don't really get centered in these stories. Um, and that's true. Most of the time they don't because like their progression has to be way more gradual. It's almost glacial in its speed. Um, as as these characters, but they do, they are growing. They are changing. Um, Frankie has gone from a guy who just robbed people and sat around his, his shack without any pants on. Right. And just was a dude to this guy who has in his heart of hearts, you know, this hard boiled dude who has (laughs) owed Kuma a favor this whole time. Yeah, and he gets to potentially make good on that. And so he just puts his whole self into it and commits a gravest crime without even thinking about it. Just like they didn't see the flashback. They don't know what we know. Yeah. And Frankie doesn't need to. And yeah. I I think that's a I very loosey sort of thing. It's a Luffy sort of thing, but it's also, like, it's a good example of, like, the experiences that Frankie has had, specifically. He, he you know, he had his boxing match, basically, with Senior Pink. He saw, you know, like, like he's like, oh, that's Senior Pink's fruit. Like, he's been in and out of this, kind of, like, indicating that time has passed for himself. And I think this is a good culmination of that. He has, in fact, become a guy who will put himself on the line for a man who, who he does not know anything about, but does know that he protected his shit.
0: Yeah. It's like it's like how he was in Tontada Land. Um, the way he empathizes with other characters. Frankie for me has always just been low-key awesome, just all around. Like he's just been a character. He's like you, you can always rely on him. Before Jinbei, he was the elder statesman, he was the oldest of the crew, besides Brooke. But, like, you know, in a way that was like different, you know, in terms of his experience. And Frank, oh, okay, Frankie is like Frank the
1: Fonz, right? Like, he's your cool older brother. There you go.
0: Yeah, cool uncle. Uh, whereas, yeah, okay, Brooke did have a lot of experience. I shouldn't say that, but like, you know what I yeah, mean? Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Brooke is like, Brooke is like your, your, it, he, uh, I'm going to go for a full house reference, if I, if I may. Here we go. Okay. Um, yeah frankie's you know, uncle uh, joey right Fra- yeah yeah frankie's uncle joey <laughs> uh but brooke would be dave coulier <laughs> you know what i mean uh, i forget who even plays on Wait, that but no. you, you know what i mean
0: uncle jesse oh that's what uncle, so yeah, uncle, yeah. frankie would be uncle jesse because he's jesse. more like the Fonz. i get what you're saying now because he's, he's dave cool, coulier right? played uncle joey which would yeah. be brooke you're right you're 100 percent right yeah the comedian yeah. performer yeah yeah but I feel like they both have a lot of Uncle Joey in them, but that's enough of that conversation. Um, yeah, no, Frankie always comes in clutch. And that's why it's been hard for me to have the theory that he's going to die and become the Sunny. But, you know, that's another <laughs> that's another thing uh, for another day. Uh, but uh, no, no, it's great because we haven't really... We've seen Frankie get his moments. You know, he got a 1v1. was fine against Sasaki and Wano. Okay, sure. But, I mean, we haven't seen him really get to shine. And, and you know, much besides Dressrosa and The New World. And... And that was his big, you know, New World Wano arc kind of moment, more so than Wano, I think. Um, but here, he really is more fundamental to the chap to the arc itself, which is like much needed for the character. So I think mean, that's pretty great. Um, yeah, and, gonna, and, I, and I do think. Oh, I
1: was going to yeah, say yeah. I, I, it's like I do think there's still going to be a moment where he's going to be necessary because again, I yeah. I do not see a world where Vega makes it off this island alive. I do the not see starts how with that's Frankie feasible. failing. The yeah. anime
0: does a good job of really highlighting like Frankie is the one who has to save the Sunny, and he fails the yeah. like if it's not for Lilith like the, the Sunny would have been eaten.
1: Yeah. And it's all from his perspective, which is really cool. Um, yeah. And, and, and I think if Vegapunk leaves anything behind, Frankie is going to be instrumental in, in salvaging it. Yeah. Because he already understands how Vegapunk thinks.
0: Yeah. So like taking the Vegapunk role and all of that, it's, it's a very it yeah. would be a very powerful thing to do thematically um okay so 11 of four spoilers in in the one piece spoilers chat of the discord we had some chatter we can address a couple things real quick before we go uh so king of the pirates said uh love to see a new contender for the best punches in one piece list you've already mentioned uh one of them yourself travis um and uh i kind of joked around about the buster call you know me uh said uh investing in frankie stocks so yeah everybody's on the same page there um I, I do have this kind of like little fun, stupid thing way said where, so it could be that the one piece isn't the friends we made along the way. It's the friends we didn't make. So it would just be all Luffy's enemies attacking him all at once. The end. <laughs> I, I like to have fun in the discord. These are the things that you can <laughs> uh, maybe want to actually avoid. <laughs> but uh, if you want to see King of the Pirates, perfect response to that. Um, then you can go in the discord. Uh, Hippo asks do you think Enel will come down from the moon to join the main storyline? I think that's a gift. It's got to happen. Yeah hundred percent
1: they never animated it did inevitable
0: they didn't that's you know all it takes is an episode of catch-up it's fine
1: yeah that's what i'm like i'm like would they have to animate it if they did that (laughs) like go back all that way
0: maybe i mean it has to be fun to see in the new art style
1: okay okay so to respond to this i am gonna i'm I'm gonna pull out one of my tin hat theories real quick before you go back to to the other discord comments the way saturn keeps talking about mortals because he says men, but he doesn't seem to be referring to like humans, because he includes like the Buccaneers and that and stuff. Yeah, I feel like he's referring to men as like mortals, and that could be just like he perceives himself as a god. But I'm gonna go one step further. What if they're aliens? <laughs> what if we've we've mentioned that before? This is Naruto, in fact. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, yeah, we. I think we said that already when we were first talking yeah. about the idea of the yokai. We were like, yeah. oh, in in One Piece terms, this could be like they came to the planet, and so I think that's a great way to go. Great road Just to the go moon down.
1: Moon people, you know, some some <laughs> sort of maybe <laughs> like, not like, moon people. Maybe like even this, farther away. Yeah, I mean, it's probably more of a spiritual thing. Like they see themselves as like a godhead or something. But like the origins of the Gorosei and all this is definitely interesting to me because they at least have eschewed humanity if they are in fact humans
0: if if one piece is an alien invasion story all along i mean that's the best joke possible for oda isn't it It's just
1: i mean if i mean if it's moon people again man i don't know i don't know if i can handle another one of these just being it's moon I love people it. uh because boy um. howdy if I had a nickel some- for every time that happened I'd have two nickels not counting one piece uh have fun guessing which one of the other ones that is.
0: <laughs> we uh we have we have some uh, other fun stuff in the Discord, uh some fun like memes and and uh just like overviews of people's thoughts in the chapter and yeah, I mean and we have a theory here from Hippo about um the dialogue about the buccaneer. So Hippo's Hippo said trying to complete Vegapunk's dialogue for at one point in time they fought against 20 different kingdoms maybe the ancient kingdom that opposed the progenitors of the world government was the buccaneer kingdom um yeah i think that's that's a pretty strong like uh theory there i i think that it it does seem to be that the buccaneers uh but we also have the will of the, the people who hate the you know the enemies of the gods i think that there is like a convalescence happening there of like these characters and creatures and all that stuff
1: Yeah, the only thing that I would have about this is I wouldn't want it to be specifically just like one race of people. If yep. that makes sense. Um, I don't think it
0: would be, but, you know. Yeah,
1: I think it would be more, like, like I like the idea of a pirate kingdom. Not necessarily a pirate island, like, full led, but, like, a pirate kingdom, a kingdom of, like, freedom, hypothetically. Like, liber-
0: like a, libertaria, right? Like, uh, what Henry yeah. Avery tried to do in real life. Um,
1: which sounds like something Oda would pull from eventually, right? Like, well,
0: it, it, it genuinely, like, that's what Skypea looks like um Skypia right. a lot is like fashion it's art style it's environment the jungles it's straight out of like henry avery who was like the king of the pirates who the first one who like had a whole pirate kingdom and like all these crews sort of came together and there was a place for them all to live you know luffy's dream what if there was a place for all pirates to live together or something you know so, so there's so, all yeah, kinds of things you could do there
1: yeah it's one of those things where like i would assume And this is, you know, just me kind of like applying myself to this, but I would assume that with all of these different political things happening and all these different kingdoms that we've gone to, good and bad, different examples, I imagine whatever it is about this ancient kingdom that required it to be eliminated, you know, for whatever reason – that there's some sort of prescription there from Oda in terms of like, this is what I think an ideal world could look like or what, or, or a close freedom to an ideal world. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: Jaya is a good foreshadowing of that. Cause it's like where all the pirates kind of like meet up and hang out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I feel like, I feel like it's plausible.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think you can take a lot of the, the theories about Skypea being related to the one piece and like all that stuff. I think you could put it in a big old stew and uh, a rookie pirate, radios do and have some fun with it so i guess that's a good place to leave it off because uh I, I think we've chatted a lot more than i than even i expected and i expected to chat a lot uh probably don't really have time for an anime check-in here but um uh, since we are a bit out of time but i do i do just want to say Tref, I i'm gonna pick one i get to pick one present for christmas eve here it is okay here we go Our dating story, the Experience You and Inexperienced Me. All 12 episodes, you can binge on Crunchyroll. It's my latest obsession. It's the latest anime that I love more than people. Uh, I loved it so much. And it it frustrates me to no end, Travis, because when I finished the anime, I was like, time to read the light novels. Because I knew it was based on light novels. Oh, the light novels haven't been translated in English past where the anime leaves off. Oh, okay, fine. Well, I'll go to the manga. That's I'll go to the, the, manga. That's the, I'll go to the, the manga hasn't uh, even reached the uh, anime. The anime is past the manga. Um, I went through no, a dark time when up. I realized all this, You're Travis. caught
1: up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm completely oh, no. caught up. Well, the, here's the thing. I might be able to read the original Japanese light novels because those are out there the problem of course being my japanese i don't know if it's good enough to really like keep track it it might be too difficult but never say never um and and total leveling is great yeah that's it that's all i got
1: yeah my my only check-in is is i finally saw the boy and the heron the other night finally finally got around to not my favorite miyazaki Um, but uh, well i had to i had to go see it in the dub because of just who i was seeing it with and um, sorry to hear that (laughs) You know, um, Robert Pattinson put his whole, whole Pattinson into it and it was, Mm. his performance is genuinely fantastic in there. And, and generally the Ghibli dubs, I think are better than your, you know, I I say that, that not like there haven't been excellent, excellent dub works in the past like decade. But like, if you compare it to like older stuff, um, that being said, I think I have to run this one back in sub because there's some choices in the dialogue um hmm. i don't think they're translation errors because that seems unlikely but like I, I don't know if just like the selection was was exactly right to match the match the explanation of the story or anything so i feel like it was hurt a little bit kind of held it back uh so i think i gotta run it back and see if it's uh see if if it's me or if it's it's just the, the way i took it in the first time uh i i watched it, was, it in it the sub
0: good. i watched it in the sub and i had some issues with certain things so it might not just be that but yeah um, it'd be good to check back my only thing my main thing with the, the whole I, I don't love the title i i i just feel like the title isn't right it doesn't really evoke what the movie is i like well, that the I mean, original one was
1: here yeah 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 the original one
0: alone. was like can i live or what do you how do you live or yeah, something how do like you that live?
1: it's the book that he reads in it
0: yes and so i think that, that was better <laughs> but whatever it's yeah. it, it's a good movie it's it's miyazaki it's ceo ghibli you're gonna get a great experience and the, hopefully the you can watch the scene subs it's
1: magnificent yeah it's, it's still, yeah, I'm, I'm going to catch, I'm going to run it back again. Uh, I'm going to try to see more uh, theatrical runs this year of anime as They put them out. Uh, and if you love bird teeth, you're going to have a great time. Yeah. If you, if you look bird teeth,
0: we'll see you on the, uh, the next rookie pirate radio. Uh, 1105 should be out next week and we'll be excited to talk about it as usual. Uh, for the next break coming up, I believe we have Jujutsu Kaisen season two on the docket, but if you go to the discord or email us, you can let us know if there's anything else you want us to have in the mix of uh, uh, stuff to program for upcoming conversations but thanks for listening everybody we'll see y'all later